Hey y'all, I'm back. Finally, I can't believe it's been almost three weeks since I last recorded. It really wasn't intentional. Um, I was just really tired the first week I was going to record. Like as you'll see, I'm going to talk about things that happened a while ago and so that made seem a little stale, but I still have some thoughts on them. So anyway, I was really tired and then I was like, oh, I'm going to do it on the weekend. And then I was like, no, I really like the weekdays. And then life happened, unfortunately. There was a death in my extended family, and my aunt and uncle were here. And then it just got pushed out again. And now when I log on, I see that anger has changed so much. It took me about five minutes to realize how, like, the changes that have happened and how to record for you guys, Um, which isn't bad. It's a good thing. I just realized so much has changed um since my last recording so forget even the way I set up the show life has really changed in general I realized also I forgot to say happy black history month it was Thursday February 1st the last recording and I did not say it I think it was because it was really late or early depending on how you look at it um but I do think this month is poignant and deserves a happy Black History Month out there for all of us out there who are just being excited about our blackness, sharing tidbits about our history, both from the way past to the current and any projected things that we're going to do in the future. Um, things I love about this month. It's just, I mean, you know, black people, we're lit all the time, but we just get really, really excited. And it's a good time to celebrate not only the contributions of African-Americans in the U.S., but just black people in general and how we've contributed to society overall um, really just warms up my heart, brings a smile to my face. But then it's also kind of sad because every year someone did that timeline of African-Americans in in the U.S., or I should say black people in the U.S., um, and it's sad because you realize that not much has changed, and I say that because, like, we're still fighting for equality and equity. Um, you also realize that it was only a short while ago. Like, in historical terms, it really was like yesterday that we weren't either dealing with Jim Crow laws, the eugenics movement, civil rights, which we're still doing right now, but, like, to realize that Ruby Nell Bridges Hall, the first African-American student to desegregate an all-white school, is still alive. That is crazy, and that's not to wish death on her. That is simply to just point out that it was not that long ago. Like, this woman could be my aunt. Like, what? You know, and every day I just wake up and realize how much of history I really am living and being a part of. So there's some great things to acknowledge here, but it's also just a moment to be reflective and to think about how we want to continue to make the world a better place. Um, It also kind of highlights some of the ridiculousness that's going on in the world. And what I mean by that is this idea of reverse racism. So I don't believe in that at all. Like, I don't think that, not even that I don't think. Black people do not have the power to oppress anyone. So yeah, that just doesn't exist. And I'm sorry if you think it does, you can fight me on that one because I really don't think it does. And I think that it would probably help 
if you watch White Man's Burden, because we ain't doing none of that stuff that happened in the movie. We can't at all. So yeah, in the United States of America, this whole idea of reverse racism doesn't exist. Cry about it, stay mad, do whatever you need to do, but just do better. Don't be upset because people want better for themselves, better for their communities, better for their loved ones, better for the world. Relax. There's enough room and space and opportunity for us all, so let's just all start acting like it. What else has happened? Oh, Valentine's Day. See, this is how old and this is how much I thought I was going to say something um, to you guys that I did not say. So... I did not do anything special. As I said before, I am single and my aunt and uncle were here. So it's just a good time to celebrate a different kind of love and really just think about life itself as it's a precious gift, you know? And my cousin came um, from Florida on Thursday. So that was a pleasant surprise. So just the love all around last week was great, superb. I'm glad I got to experience it. Um, it also reminded me of this ridiculousness and the amount of holidays that we have. Like, what is Valentine's Day? What is that? We don't need it. I'm, I'm sorry. I think girls can share their love with their friends any day of the week. Just like you can romantic love. You know, not trying to take away from the Valentine holiday. But we don't need Valentine's Day. Nope. We don't need it. We don't need it. We hang out with each other whenever we want to. We, you know, remind each other that we love each other or we should anyway and we're supportive of each other. We do not need to say, happy Valentine's Day. I feel like it's a cover-up for your singleness. Um, Although my first message was from someone who is not single. But I feel like single women who are out there talking about this Valentine's Day, I'm sorry. I think it just means that you haven't found happiness in being single. And I know it's tough, you know, you want to share a great day with somebody. I get it. I do too. But it's bullshit to have some whack-ass holiday to sit up there and drink wine and boohoo with your girlfriends. Or maybe you're, or maybe you're more beat. Maybe you're out there celebrating. Maybe you guys all went out to dinner. But you could have done that any day. Like, you don't need to declare that as a holiday. If that's the case, every time you have a girl's outing, it's Valentine's Day. So let's stop with the BS holidays, all right? The only other holidays that we need besides the one on the calendar are Margarita Day, Taco Day. I think there's a Pizza Day. Um, what else? Malcolm X needs a day. He don't get the love he deserves. And maybe a few others. But Valentine's Day, no. Save it. Oh, what else happened? Oh, last week was Wakanda Day. Wakanda. <laughs> Wakanda Day, at least for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just realized that that came out like woke. And I just feel like everybody in general feels super woke since the movie. So I chuckled to myself. As you guys know, I do it all the time. So yeah. Anyway, it was such a great night. Um, different organizations got together and made it possible for... Um, a black night out Boston experience and they bought out a movie theater for us um, yes we had to pay for the ticket so there's some reimbursement there but either way they made it happen for there to be a movie theater for us to see this movie enjoy it with each other there was like a red carpet with a um, step and repeat someone I did not see this but someone um, 
had the, you, what do you call those chairs, those wicker chairs that you sit in? You know those old chairs. Uh, they had that out there. It was just a great night. Like After the movie, we went to Game On um, and just enjoyed each other, celebrating, just being all super black and our great blackness. It was just a great time. And thinking of Black History Month in this movie, so far the film has grossed over $500 million globally. That is crazy. And I don't even want to talk about the dollars for this movie because I feel like every time I found an amount when I was going to share with you guys before, it just kept climbing and climbing and climbing. So I am super happy for all involved in this movie. I'm glad I got to see it. I have already said I'm going to see it um, more than once. And I thought about going Friday night almost did I did not but I will absolutely see this movie more than once before it leaves the theater I think um as much as I enjoyed seeing the movie with everyone in our true blackness form of course we laughed at such great parts but you know what that means that means you miss what happens afterwards because people are still laughing um so I need to go back really just see the movie in a lower key environment and just take it all in again and just be super happy and sit there with a big smile on my face. Um, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about it later. I promise no spoilers because that's actually one of the things I'm going to rant about because it's annoying. What else has happened? Uh, let's see. Like I talked about a lot of stuff. Oh, again, I wanted to bring up um, the Super Bowl, but not because I want to talk about the Super Bowl, more so because um, in thinking of black history, people, black Twitter and everywhere else online, um, were calling it Janet Jackson Appreciation Day, which was so great because the internet was flooded with photos and videos and messages for her. Uh, so it's just really nice to see, especially since Justin Timberlake was performing. Obviously, that's what set it off. I did not watch his performance. Um, yeah, I'm not even going to go there anyway. But I was just happy that black people on the internet and others joined in in celebrating Janet Jackson. She is awesome. SpaceX. Yes, they launched the Falcon Heavy, a rocket that could go to Mars. Um, and I don't remember the date that that happened now. It might have been two Thursdays ago. I'm not really sure. But to me, it's just kind of crazy. There were there was a car out in space. And I'm going to say was because they've since launched um, an observation satellite. So I'm not sure if the car is back home yet or they have a car and a satellite just roaming the earth. Uh, not even the earth, excuse me, just roaming out in the universe out there in space, which is Good thing, I guess. But it's also kind of scary. My first thoughts when I heard about this, um, I did not watch the live launch. But when I heard about it, my first thought was, what is going on? And what is, like, how does this benefit the U.S. government? Because let's be honest, there is no way that a private citizen is just building a rocket, putting it out there, and the government does not have its hands on it. So, um... Yeah, a part of it is to demonstrate some technology to be used by the U.S. Air Force. So, I guess this is a good thing. I mean, it's good to see people exercising their brain power. God gave us brains, and let's do wonderful things with them. But, yeah, it's just interesting. Um, and I also think it puts a new light on being in space again. You know, we how often do we really talk about 
launching something in space or going out there. I feel like the last things we really were talking about was humans wanting to live on Mars, and I'm not one of them. So I hope the ones who stay on Earth that we decide to take care of our planet better than what we're doing, because I will not be getting in anybody's rocket, spaceship, whatever, going to Mars where they're still struggling to find water. Wait, they found water, right? But it was frozen or something. But anyway, so I need water to live. And I just don't think God meant for me to live on Mars. So, yeah, that's not going to happen. But the first launch was live streamed, so you can go out and see it if you didn't see it. And what else? Oh, this observation satellite. Interesting, too. Like, what are you observing? But, yeah. So let's just keep our eyes peeled, people. See something, say something. You know, great ideas and stuff, but it's also a little weird a little scary a little something to be observant about keep your eyes open eyes open what else the olympics so i do not watch the olympics back to me you know i'm not really watching shows and stuff like that anymore sometimes i do like if i if something is on or there's um a, an athlete that i really want to watch or if i'm rooting for the u.s team or something then i will turn it on but i did not at all this um, year. I was rooting for the black athletes, of course. There was some great uh, first. I did not hear much about the meddling, so I'm assuming that means, you know, maybe the medals weren't there, but the fact that they went to the Olympics, like the Nigerian, the Nigerian, the Nigerian bobsled team, okay, I see you. And um, we had a speed skater, you know, and there are other things that's just going on out in the world of people of color being in the Olympics. So I'm really proud. I really hope they did well. And if they did not place where they wanted to place, the fact that you guys made it to the Olympics is amazing. Um, I know that we won some golds, the U.S. I see that the hockey team, the women's hockey team has won. The curling team won last night. And uh, snowboarding has had some great wins. So, yeah. I'm not watching, but I'm, you know, observing the news, seeing what's going on. Uh, and I'm just, you know, good for the games. Good for those who are watching. I When does it end? Is it on Sunday? It must be on Sunday because that's when normal television starts airing again on Monday. And I get to watch things like Good Life. Um, oh, yeah. I The blimp, or not even the blimp. It barely made a blimp about some of y'all's VP sitting during the opening ceremony. Isn't this the same man that said... Protest has no place at athletic events. Hmm. Interesting. Not really. But once again, just pointing out the hypocrisy of people and the fact that, you know, when it suits you, when it's your protest, you can sit there and be behind it. And people supported that too. But when it's black black athletes, it's not okay. This country. That's all I'm going to say about that. What else did I want to talk to you guys about? Oh, the stock market. So mm, I'm going to cut this down a little bit because it was acting all crazy when I first wanted to talk about this. It was up and down and then it was just down. Um, so I really just want to say just kind of be observant. I think there, if you're like me and you feel like you're relatively young in terms of um, retiring, like I'm not advising this at all. I'm not a financial advisor. I am not telling you what to do. I'm just talking about my philosophy and what I do. I just wanted to, I just want to remind people that like 
the stock market is an interesting thing. It has its ups and it has its downs. Like, if there's a period of time when it's really, really up, at some point, something's going to happen. So let's not be too crazy, but let's just always be mindful that there's volatility. There are, you know, bubbles sometimes happen in sectors. So just kind of be aware. And I don't check my portfolio often, um, probably as often as I should. I, I definitely don't do that. But if you're out there dabbling in stocks, whether it's, you know, someone is monitoring your 401k or you're, or you're just doing it yourself or you have other investments, just kind of check it every now and then. Um, I don't, I don't check it a lot. I'm not gonna lie. Even my personal stuff, most of my stuff, it's like a hold position and no, I'm not doing well. I can't help you with anything. I bought a penny stock once. I forgot what it was for now. That's how, that's how bad I am. Um, and the whole thing just crumbled and penny stocks are, I, I would say if you're going to dabble for the first time, maybe check out a few penny stocks just because you don't really lose much if you lose. Um, but definitely do the things that you're interested in because you'll want to read about it. You'll care. You'll be more observant. What else did I want to say about that? I think we're on the upswing again. There hasn't been any news about it. But I did check my 401k the other day and I was like, this is down. Oh, yes, that's right. The market was acting up. So yeah, just kind of be vigilant. Check it like you should. Check in with your advisors. Think about ways to um, increase your overall wealth. You know, you don't want to be... I'm not one of those people who's like super risky. Um, honestly, because I'm afraid of the fact that... What if I'm 55 and there's like a big crash? And I'm not trying to scare you, but that's just my philosophy. Like, people who are risk takers, like, you get the return. You absolutely do. But I don't want to be 55 and, like, everything wipes out. So just kind of diversify yourself. Um, stock market isn't really a bad thing. But just, just make sure you're diversified. Make sure you're on top of things. Look out for your parents. Look out for your relatives who may not be so up in things. Just kind of make sure that they're in a good spot and being vigilant. What Oh, uh, the Parkland shooting. So I did put that on here. I, I feel like if I'm going to talk about things that's happened in the world, I can't not talk about it. Um, these tragedies are just so sad and so heartbreaking. And the worst part about it all is that we could avoid them. We could do better. We could, or if not avoid them, we could absolutely do better to protect our kids. And this idea now floating around about arming teachers. Are you crazy? Like, teachers are not trained to do that. They are not trained to defend themselves or a whole entire classroom if someone is coming at them with a gun somebody might have a great reaction and I don't mean great as in it's a good thing I mean great as in a quick response time but for people who have never been in a situation you don't know what is going to kick in for them you don't know if it's going to be all right I automatically have to do this I can protect these kids or if they are going to freeze and it is not a good idea for us to test that theory I'm going to have to say I agree with everybody else. If we can find money for guns for teachers, we can find money to give them the resources that they need. How about that? How about we do something else to affect policy um, to relieve us of these horrible tragedies than arming teachers? The deputy, I think that's his title, who was assigned to that school didn't even go into the school, but you, who was armed, 
but you want to arm teachers. That right there should kill the argument. And it's sad to see that it's really not. It's sad to see that people are really pumping this idea. Um, But we have a trained person who should know how to react in that situation who didn't even enter the building. So my heart goes out to those affected by this and to those students who are using their voices. I am incredibly proud of you. Um, One student said, it's not just about the marches. I'll be 18 next year, so I'll be able to vote. These students are going to change the world, and I am very appreciative of you. So up next, I will be talking to you guys about the spotlight. So I'm back with the spotlight. There's some great things going on in the world. You guys should definitely check some of these out if you get the chance to do so. Macy's has debuted a Muslim clothing line um, with clothes and hijabs from the Verona collection. Items have been available for purchase since February 15th. You can find them in store or online, which is great because a lot of times we'll go into a store and you hear about something that they're offering, but they don't offer it at your local store and sometimes it's not even available online. So this has an opportunity to be far reaching and reach everyone across the globe, um, which is really great because it shows that the world is moving towards a more inclusive environment and they want to be a part of that. I'm a Macy's shopper. It's not really why I'm telling you this. I just thought it was a really cool um, that a major retailer has really taken the opportunity to embrace women um, and offer them the opportunity to get the items that they need for their religious and cultural purposes. So this should be a good partnership and hopefully other stores will follow suit. Um, it's really interesting too, because as something like this is happening, that can be really great. It's also amidst the backdrop of women protesting, wearing hijabs and being arrested in places like Iran. So I still think it's a good thing that these items are available, but it does just, I think the interesting, um, juxtaposition to what's going on in the world makes it very interesting, um, I said that twice, but <laughs> it does. I mean, it's just like we're at this time where you have women who are fighting for um, certain freedoms and you also just have a company that's willing to embrace those women who acknowledge um, and who are practicing certain cultural and religious norms. So it just shows the moving parts of the world. Another thing that's interesting too and Interesting probably isn't the right word to use, but I just think in terms of the positivity of what's happening, as soon as I saw this, it reminded me of um, the women in France who were made to take, uh, they couldn't be on the beach with their burkini, and then France has since passed some ridiculous laws about not being able to be fully covered, and, you know, they attacked them for their relig- for their religious observances, But the truth is, not only do women um, of the Muslim faith benefit from this, but so do cancer uh, survivors. You know, they were actually some of the purchasers of the burkini because it protected, it allowed them to still go and enjoy the beach, but their skin was also protected. So these things aren't even just 
you know, although they starting out for having um, religious purposes, they're actually a great benefit to the world at large. And I just hope that as more worldwide retailers embrace people and um, their cultures, that we all start to just open our eyes because the impact is so far reaching. Um, what else is, oh, another retailer news, in other retailer news, Lip Bar Lipsticks is now in Target. So unlike um, the Verona collection, the Lip Bar Lipsticks are not available in all Targets. You can use the store locator to see if ones near you have the products made available. I will probably just wander into a Target and go along the line, the, the lanes and see if I can find um the lipsticks because that's just what I do it's not really that big of a deal if I really can't find it then I can go online but otherwise the next time I'm in a target I would definitely peep in so I don't know if you guys know the creator Melissa Butler um she brought lip bar to Shark Tank and you know most of the stuff that we know about that was that it was negative one of the what do, what do Shark Tank people call themselves one of the sharks um made the comment that they looked like colorful cockroaches Mm, disgusting but I'm not gonna talk about that because she's in Target now um but also just hearing the story about it so Melissa is kind of like me not really into um um beating her face every day but still enjoys a great lipstick um and she actually went onto the they actually went onto the show not anticipating that they would get investment from one of the sharks, but really for the exposure um, that an opportunity like being on Shark Tank would provide for them. So while a nasty and rude comment was made, they, you know, they beat them at their own game. You know, when somebody invests in you, they also own a portion of your company and they got to go into this, get the exposure that they needed their site crashed the day this um, episode aired and just raise more awareness. Not only are the colors popping, because they are, but they are also um, made of vegan-friendly materials and um, animal cruelty-free products. So you get to look fabulous while also you know, making sure the little animals aren't tested on and they weren't harmed. So it's all good. Um, and I'm excited. I can't wait to try some of the colors. I've been looking online and I am a lipstick girl. I don't, like I said, I don't really care to beat my face. Foundation, I don't know. After a while, I can tell that it's on there and I kind of just want to wipe it off. But lipsticks, I love them. Um, and her, her colors look gorgeous. So if I find it in one of my local targets, I will definitely let you guys know uh, how I feel about it. Because the colors look great. Oh, there is one store. She does have one um, shop, one brick and mortar in Detroit where she is from. So if you're ever in Detroit, maybe stop in, see, and, you know, support a sister. Uh, what else? Oh, um, the Sandra Bland exhibit has opened at the Houston Museum of African American Culture. It celebrates her life and provides an intimate glimpse into who she was, but also takes visitors through the life altering or ending traffic stop that led to her arrest and the, her death in prison. So if you're in the Houston area or thinking about taking a trip anytime soon, you should definitely pop in and check it out. Um, it's unfortunate that such an exhibit has to be out there, but I think it's one that we should all take, you know, try to see if we have the opportunity to do so go and support those initiatives that people do it it brings 
you know, so much to their lives. Um, it brings out so much of their lives that we didn't know, but also sheds, still sheds that light on um, police and their interactions with people in the community. In Boston, some great things are going on. I am going to an event in a couple of hours. So if you're lucky to hear this in the next couple of minutes, um, there is a Black History Month celebration at the Museum of National Center for Afro-American Artists from 4 to 8 p.m. The proceeds go to the museum. There will be dance, spoken word, and much more. So again, hopefully I'll see you if you guys are in Boston and you listen to my podcast. Um, that's one opportunity. And, oh, shoot, the other thing I was going to talk about already happened. See, this is what happened when you plan so far and ahead, and then you get sidetracked, and then you come back. I was going to tell you guys about the silent um, and live auction by the Coalition of Schools Educating Boys of Color. It was two days ago, and I know you're like, so why are you telling me now? But while you might have missed that opportunity, um, maybe they are an organization or a resource that you want to check out and learn more about what they're doing. So again, that was put on by the Coalition of Schools Educating Boys of Color. Um, don't forget to buy your ticket for um, the meetup, Why Women of Color Need to Stick Together. It's on March 10th. It's co-hosted by my good friend Charlene Chen of C. Chen Solutions. You can check her out on Instagram. Um, See Chin Solutions, she provides great tips. I know I mentioned her in my spotlight the last time, but she really is a great resource. So definitely check it out. Don't forget to get your ticket. I hope to see you there as well. All things I want to discuss. I'm going to start with the heavy and then work my way around um, again bear with me because some of this stuff is old um but i still want to talk about it so you guys are gonna hear from me unfortunately the fbi has prosecuted the first black identity extremist uh christopher daniels who has since changed his name but i don't really want to butcher someone's name um if you look this up you will get his name calling i it's just that his new his new name i just um yeah i just don't want to mess that up and yeah. So anyway, Christopher Daniels, um, an advocate for black gun ownership, who ironically was detained for illegal gun possession, which was in violation of his previous domestic viol- um, violence conviction. Um, so that's how he was arrested. He said he says he felt pressure to plead guilty. Um, but so you could say he broke the law. Uh, but the reason why he came under surveillance from the FBI wasn't because he was doing something illegal. He was at a um, demonstration, and there there's a video of it, and the demonstrators, not him, but the people there were saying the only thing, the only good pig is a dead pig. And yes, that's wrong. That is insightful. That is going to cause intention. That is going to bring attention to yourself I completely understand all of that but let's remember one you cannot control everything that is going on around you two because people are like well you don't have to be there but you know sometimes things take on a life of itself so I can't say either way whether he should have been there or not but the truth of the matter is he came under surveillance because of a video um where he happened to be in. 
So you have a guy who is in a video who promotes um, gun ownership for black people and now you are considered a black identity extremist, which is a crazy term in itself because we don't have such terms for the KKK and real white supremacist groups who have killed people. Um, but the FBI is always so concerned with, in other branches of government, are always so concerned with black people and what we are doing. But mindfully have, you know, just some kind of way miraculously they overlook the um, horrors and terrors that white people and white supremacist groups have done to black people. And I'm pretty sure since this recording, I'm probably going to be on somebody's watch list way, way low. But I did, you know, want to still bring this to your attention. Um, I think when this term first came up, there was a lot of talk about it. And there, you know, was great opposition and um things of that nature but now that we actually have somebody who is convicted as a um black identity extremist we just need to be very mindful and and more cautious as we think about how we go about making our lives better in america as black americans and and in bettering our community um it's unfortunate but you know, just be mindful and be careful. We're out here trying to fight for social justice and they're out here trying to lock you up. So just be mindful of um, dotting your I's and crossing your T's. Um, I thought that was important for me to share with you guys. Uh, so moving on to other better things I want to discuss. Um, Tisha Campbell and this new music video and returning to Martin. All of this is a lot. Oh, and now, since I started this recording, um, or since I decided to redo an episode, or what am I doing? I am, <laughs> I am making a podcast for you guys, a new episode. Uh, she's filed for divorce from her husband, which is unfortunate and very sad. Uh, she has a lot going on, huh? Um, but my issue with the video and I don't know if this is backed by somebody or she just wanted to drop a video and put her music out there. Um, it was okay. You know, I'm all, I'm all for people making a living and doing what they love and following their passions. That's what I'm doing, right? Uh, but the pants she wore, they were, if I remember, they were like, um, they were the pair of spandex or spandex leggings or something of that nature. And I just feel like sometimes you just need to have a seamstress on set. What's her name from, um, for some reason, I was about to say Fifty Shades of Grey. I've never seen any of those movies, and not even close to that. Oh, Grease. Uh, Olivia Newton-John. She had to be sewn into her outfit, that black number that she wore at the end. Sometimes you just got to take the extra step, especially when people are seeing you for um, the first time in a long time or the first time ever. Let's just be mindful and take the extra step. The crotch was a little baggy. And I know that's kind of weird. I know you guys are like, April, you're being nitpicky. And I am being nitpicky. I want her to succeed. I want us all to succeed. And this doesn't mean that I'm always out there looking the best. But I do um, encourage people to hang out with people who are going to be like, no, let's make this better. So when I don't always look the best, my girls are like, you know what? That's probably not the best thing for you to wear. Or maybe you should flip this over here. Or maybe you should pin this there. Or, or something of that nature. So I just want whoever is watching her do these videos to do better. You know? You think it's a quick little video, but all things really matter. Especially when you're trying something new and trying to um, 
uh, get yourself a new audience and you want people to receive you well. Martin Reboot. Uh, I'm a little tired of all these reboots. Let's be creative people. Like there are good writers out there who have original content and I'm okay with ensembling the same cast. Like great, they have great chemistry, they know how to work with each other. But should it really be based on Martin, the old the old Martin at least starting from there? No. Let's have a new show. Let's do let's do something else. Uh so I'll watch it. If I like it, I'll keep watching it. I would definitely give it a chance and watch the first couple of episodes. So we'll see. Who knows? I'm definitely going to give it a chance. But I'm just not really excited for these reboots. Idris Elba is engaged. Um, Someone who said they would never get married again. Broke the hearts of many, many, many women. But good for him. Good for him. May this one work out and just be a fruitful union for them. I know I say that kind of slow and it's not because I'm mad. I'm not hating. I'm just trying to think of what else to say during well wishes for people. Um, but no, it's really good for him. Thinking of heartbreakers, can somebody f- please find out if Chadwick Boseman is married or not? Because I am not one of those women who is the stalker type, but I will be the stalker type for him. I told um, one of my friends that he is just creating, or in my girl chat, I said that he is um, making me lustful. And that is not okay if you're a married person. Yes, I'm blaming him. Yep, that's exactly what I'm doing. Um, it's not okay to create lust in the heart of a good Christian. <laughs> um, so somebody, do your girl a favor. Find out. Get to the bottom of this, whether or not he's really married. Because uh, that Rolling Stone cover, woo. Mm, yep, I'll be picking that up. Oh, Black Panther. So that's a nice little segue into what I have to say about Black Panther. So I promise no spoilers. Um, I really, there are a couple of things about Black Panther that I want to discuss. So it's kind of going to be all over the place. The Rotten Tomatoes score. I was happy that it opened at 100%. There was a group who wanted to sabotage its rating, which is so whack. Like, do something else with your life. There's so much going on in the world than to try to ruin a, a film's um, Rotten Tomato score. And they, you know, their reasoning behind it was about some Marvel versus DC and all this other crap. But you know what? I'm going to call BS, okay? I have not heard of another store, of another story like this about sabotaging a film's Rotten Tomato score and maybe it is just ironic or coincidental that this cast is predominantly black and it's highlighting a black character but the issues that they had um were with this movie and they also pointed some issues out with Wonder Woman um let's point out the obvious black people and women but you're trying to make this about some noble comic cause Cut the BS, all right? And I'm glad that you were stopped, and I'm glad that Rotten Tomatoes, you know, caught wind of this and said that they would delete any posts or anything like that that they've made. And since I think the score now is a 97, of course I was hoping that it would stay at 100, but hey, what's a girl to do? There's going to be some haters out there. 
no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm pretty sure people had some uh, good criticisms of, of why they rated it the way that they did. But to debut at 100, uh, good for them. And 97 is really good and great movie. Uh, like I said, I went to go see it. I'm going to go see it again. I also participated in a GoFundMe campaign. I don't know if there are ones still going on, but if people are, I would just like to encourage you to give. I always think in terms of um, of drinks. I don't know why that is. I think because of my, back in my heyday when I would go out, it's like, this costs a drink. And don't be like, you're a girl, so you weren't paying for drinks. Occasionally I bought myself a drink, you know, because you just don't want to deal with the harassment of people. Or maybe somebody wasn't around. Or maybe I just didn't want to take a drink from a guy. I don't know. Occasionally I did buy myself a drink. And so I, t- I tend to think about things in terms of this is one drink or two drinks. And buying a movie ticket so a student can see a movie it's going to run you about a drink, depending on where you live and where you like to go out. You can do without a drink. Uh, so if there are campaigns still going on, I want to encourage you to donate so these kids and their families can see the, uh, can see the movie. What else did I want to say? Oh, so my unpopular opinions. I am probably going to pain the heart of some women everywhere. Um... And that's okay. I I am okay with that. I hope you will continue to listen and just think about different perspectives. But this whole, like, Killmonger is anti-black woman, to me, is a bit of a stretch. I, I'm just going to put that out there. And I do recognize some of the things that... Um, that he did in the movie were wrong. I think that I partly blame the movie because they glossed over his history. And um, if you're not a comic reader like me, I am not. You miss some of the things that you really need to pick up to see how developed his character is, or you can miss. Uh, So I think maybe that's what these think pieces are coming from. I don't really know. But I'm just going to go with, I don't agree with you. Um, If you think about who his character is and what his purpose was and you think about the power of black women in Wakanda he was bound to interact with them in a violent way uh I you know people like oh he didn't have to kill that warrior oh sorry that was a spoiler uh it's not a major thing though uh it there was a fight scene and someone did die um and people are like he didn't have to do her like that I'm sorry. She is uh, Wakanda's um, protectors, their army, if you will, are women. So, and they are trying to subdue him, kill him if they have to, whatever they have to do to protect Wakanda. So, what did you want him to do? Let's just let's just put this in context of who he is as a person. Um, he has been in the military. He is trying to take over Wakanda. Uh, technically, he was their king at that point. Sorry, that might be another spoiler. Shit, I'm bad at this. Uh, anyway, but if you watch the movie, then you know. So, or if you've seen previews, then you know. So, um, uh, damn it, I feel bad for you guys because I've recorded too much and I and I'm not gonna go back and delete this. <laughs> but I'm gonna be more conscious next time. But I'm just saying, let's just put him in context of of who he is and what he's doing and and what's going on around him. So, I feel bad about what happened but uh, okay 
And then we're talking about, oh, how, you know, his scene with Shuri. See, look at what I did there. His scene with Shuri. Uh, her and Tiana, best Disney princesses ever. However, uh, think about the scene. Again, think about what she's doing in the scene. So, yes, he could show some mercy. But I'm also not really surprised. I, I, I just think that people are stretching it a little bit. I will give you the scene with um, the older lady, though. That was a bit much. But again, if you think back to um, when... Oh, I don't remember the CIA agent's name. But you think about when the CIA agent described who he was, you understand why he did what he did. It's wrong. It's not right. But... Um, and he could have chose somebody else. He, he could have done anything than what he did. But I don't think that one scene is enough to talk about him overarching. Um, and it brings me to the point of, 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 oh crap. I'm going to, I had forgotten their names and I did not write this down. I'm sorry. But the scene, oh, let me see if I can find it while I talk to you. Let's see if I can get their names while I talk to you. Uh, but between um, when, oh crap. I can't really, honestly, I can't really talk about it without spoilers. This is what I will say. When you watch the movie and talk about, um, and talk about his interaction, Eric Kilmonger's interaction with his girlfriend, I just want you guys to compare that to another interaction between two lovers. And... Think about why is one okay and the other is he's anti-black women. And, and don't be like, oh, there's all these things that, that um, pull together, make him anti-black women. No, your, your examples to me should be well thought out and clear and should be able to stand out on their own alone. It's great as a collection, but I think that when you're making an argument, your point should be able to stand alone. So I would say... I would like people to compare the two scenes between the two different sets of lovers. Um, and you'll know it when you see it. it. And just remind me why one was okay and, and not the other. Um, what else do I want to say? Oh, clothes. Okay. So people were uptight about people wearing traditional um wear from different African countries or or also uptight because some people came out in uh, costumes from Coming to America. So that's my favorite movie, so I'm going to be super biased. I know um, my brother hates that movie, and he's like that fake African movie, which I completely understand his feelings. Uh, but it's still my favorite movie. Huh? Sue me, fight me, whatever. Uh, and I just got to say, get over yourself. Like, let people do what they want to do. And I'm going to say that for multiple reasons. One, when white people dress up to go to movies, we don't say anything. You sit there and watch Spider-Man and be quiet. So, no, you don't need to say anything because they came in gear from coming to America. And, yes, I get it. It's not the same movie. But everybody doesn't do cosplay. So maybe the people don't want to walk around in a Black Panther suit. Okay, or maybe they don't know where to find items because I didn't know where to find um, uh, one of the warrior costumes. And it was even hard when I was trying to find a costume for Nubia. Why was I trying to find that? Was that for Halloween? 
I didn't, yes, it was for Halloween. I didn't do anything. But it was actually kind of hard for someone who's not into cosplay to figure out where these things are from. So let's just cut people a little bit of slack, all right? And this was not my original idea. Somebody, I, somebody made this observance and I support it 100%. I understand people wanting to get mad because a lot of times, um, I will say black people who are not from their country, not uh, who do not understand what certain things mean, such as body paint and uh, when certain items should be worn. I agree 100%. I'm not into that because I don't want to be putting stuff on my face and have no idea what I'm doing. I think that's a stretch. Um, but there are some people who do know what they're doing. So let's not, you know, lump everybody into a category as trying to put on your traditions as, as, as a costume, okay? One. Two, oh, that was my idea, but the, the thought that came from someone else and was a very good point. Um, when we go buy material, the seller isn't always so forthcoming with knowledge or isn't always, um, and I say forthcoming because you can also buy things online now, but some of them are just happy to sell you stuff. Others of you, and I've seen this with my own eyes, when people ask about where can I get an outfit from or whatever, you're quick to tell them who they can go see, but you don't say, hey, what are you looking for? This is a good print for this. This means this, so stay away from that. So now all of a sudden that you see people at a movie, you now have an opinion and you now wanna tell them what they should and should not be doing. And for people who are like, oh, they came out first for this Wakanda movie and this is the first time that you're wearing these outfits, stop okay just stop right there because what month are we in black history month and if we ever remember maybe some of you guys didn't grow up with this but some of us did when there's always a black history celebration somebody often actually even in your churches your schools wherever there is traditional stuff worn so we are not just doing this for wakanda this ain't the first time i've had some outfits since i was seven and or younger and i'm pretty sure there are other people out there too so no we're not doing this just because this movie came out no we're not jumping on some bandwagon all right if you feel like you want to share with people what certain things mean what they should and shouldn't do then share them but don't be coming at them sideways all these extra think pieces what black people should and shouldn't be doing where were you then you weren't saying anything, so don't do that. People are excited, let them be excited, all right? And there are, and I'm, yes, I think the the burden should be on both people in terms of, you know, finding out what, what things mean. I'm not saying it's anyone's fault one way or the other. I'm just saying, be very mindful as you write these think pieces. I got my dress or my skirt from this site called Zuva, and when I first found them, I'm going to use this as an example. When I first found them, they were actually kind of, you could look and see, um, you could pick which countries or filter by country to get stuff. And some of the designers were very into what, um, were into explaining and being detailed about uh, their work and what they were providing. Zuva has since grown, like when I went to go find something for the show, they have since they had grown exponentially and unfortunately had to close down for a little while and when it popped up now it's more like a marketplace and one of the things that's changed is how they interact with customers in terms of telling them where things come from it's it's more like you just 
you're open to a world of retailers, which is great. But that intimate piece that people are looking for, that knowledge sharing is definitely gone. So I just want to reiterate, that's a two-way street, all right? These think pieces are real, real interesting, I'll have to say. Um, and I get it. I know it's opinions mixed with facts and all those great things. And people have their platform to share, just like I have mine to share. But let's just be super mindful about what's really going on instead of trying to call people out. Let's just be happy that people are excited to see the movie. And um, and some people get into cosplay, right? Like, you don't really see, or at least I don't, see a lot of black people in cosplay. And, and when we do have to do it, we're usually doing it of 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 a white character, right? So now we have the opportunity um, to do it with black characters let's just be happy for that what else did i want to talk about oh the spoilers okay so i'm not into comics into reading them like i do now um i mean at this age but i did when i was a kid my cousin used to love comics and sometimes i love to read so sometimes i read his comic books so i know some characters i know some background stuff not really heavy into it now but for people who are trying to call out um people for being all into Black Panther now. Please stop with the spoilers. I found out some very unfortunate news about Nakia that I will not be sharing with you guys. Um, and I, I mean, I knew I, I did know that something had to happen because like I said, I'm kind of into comics uh, a little bit. So very, very surface level. I read them before. So I should say I'm into comics. I read them before and I, um, and it makes me kind of dig, dig, dig when I read about characters like Luke Cage or X-Men or something like that. So sometimes I'll follow up with follow-up articles. So I did know that something had to happen, obviously, if he marries Storm. Um, something had to happen. But I don't need you telling me what happened. I need to either read the comic and find out or I need to watch some more sequels to this movie. So stop. Stop trying to you know, oh, you people are jumping on bandwagons. You're ruining it for us. Okay, what else? Nipsey Hustle. Okay, so I um, am not going to talk to you guys about Victory Lap. I have listened to it. I do think it is a good album. But I did not find Nipsey Hustle because of, um, because of rap and music. I'm going to be honest. I found him because I was being nosy. They were talking about Lauren London is, you know, with this guy. Who is he? And he's a new baby daddy. So that's how I found him. I was being nosy, trying to figure out who this guy is. But I stayed with following him because um, his advocacy for the black community and who he is as a man and how he uses his art and his um, platform and his resources to really be a, a positive um, to be positive and have a positive in- impact on the black community um, near to him and far. So that's why I um, follow him. That's how I found him. Um, I will probably start listening to his music. I'm sure I will. I actually do like Victory Lap and I'll go back. But he has um, opened up a STEM center in Crenshaw and he will be opening up more in other U.S. C- cities and everybody should know what STEM is, but just in case you don't, science, technology, engineering, and math. And it's called Too Big to Fail. And its purpose is to serve as a connection between the tech sector and Silicon Valley and inner cities. Uh, the goal is for these academies to be a resource network across the country for students to know, to knowledge share and network. Um, this is really a really big deal um, and really great. And it's, 
just a positive time. So well, think about black excellence. This was really great. Um, there is a website for you to check out. Um, and so, yeah, I'm happy. I took the time to follow celebrity gossip and find him, um, and really find out more about him as a man and be exposed to his music. Will Smith on Instagram. <laughs> Someone said he's the DJ Khaled. Um, he is what DJ Khaled is to snap. If you have not followed him, you definitely should. He has fun, positive messages, but it's also just great to see him in the element of just being himself, a black man, family man, um, not quite middle-aged, but up there in years, and just his love for his family and the his positive images and knowledge that he shares is just great, and he does it in such a great way. Um, so you should definitely check it out. I also hear that he is on YouTube. I do not follow the YouTube channel, but that's okay. Maybe I will one day. Either way, he's done some great things. Wow, this is, I'm talking a lot. I hope you guys are enjoying this. Uh, we'll see what happens with the next episode. I doubt it'll be this long. This would be short. Um, Quincy Jones. So, I still haven't read the whole Vulture article. I was going to, um, that was my plan to have read it by now, but I did not. And this is what I will say. Everyone was out there trying to give him that old man pass, but you don't get that old man pass for me. Not for me. That old man or elderly person, I can say what I want. I've lived all these years. I can, you know, I'm going to be saying reckless things and doing reckless things. Ah, no. And the reason why is because he's already talking about dead people. Like, you get that pass from me when you say that and someone can respond. You say that to somebody's face. You exposing them, you know, out where there can be some real repercussions besides just public fodder or whatever. Um, then you, then he'd get that. He's, he's being that old man just being reckless. Ha, 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 pass. Right now, he's being that old man reckless and it's, eh, whatever. Because he didn't even, like, the things he said about himself, they weren't even salacious. So, you're out here being salacious about other people, but about yourself, you being meek and mild? Eh, okay. And I don't want to hear about going on a date with Ivanka Trump. Like, what is that? That ain't nothing. That, that really is nothing. Okay? So, you didn't get a pass from me. And the fact, and I know people, there might not be a lot of people who know this, but he's actually sent, he's actually since done an apology letter. Um, his daughters kind of talked to him about about his interview. And... But, of course, that doesn't get the same type of coverage that the interview did. You know, it's a little bit too little too late, you know? So, if you get a chance and you read the Vulture article, try to check out his apology. Let's do better, people. Uh, I won't talk about that. I'll save that. I was just going to talk about the guy who donated his kidney and then his... I will talk about it. The guy donated his kidney and then the woman declined his marriage proposal. Real quick. She's not obligated to marry you. All right? I... Yeah, people were all surprised, like, oh my gosh, she didn't say yes, she didn't say yes, she didn't marry him. No, like, you should give your organs out of the goodness of your heart, not expecting someone to to do something in return. This isn't like, you know, you're, you're finding a job for someone and then you're in a bind and they can help you out and they don't help you out. That's a little bit different. People like that, you're, you're being douchey, right? Like, someone did for something for you, you should pay, pay it for it, pay it for it to them, do something good. Do something good for them if you can. You have the opportunity. Giving a kidney is so like, or any organ, is so big that you really need to do it out of selflessness and love and have no expectations back. 
I don't know if he expected if he is as disappointed as half of the world was when she said no. But for people out there who just couldn't understand, yeah, no, she did the right thing. You're not obligated to marry someone. Be mindful about who you give your organs to. Um, yeah, you never know what could happen. Shonda Land. It's coming back next week. Yay! Um, I think it's been a little mild. So this will probably go rather quick. Or I hope. I really do just feel like I've been talking for a long time. Sorry, guys. Uh, Grays. You know what? Shonda has been doing, and the writers have been doing a great job of pointing out um, issues that are happening in our, in the medical community and or I should say, not just the medical community, um, but um, yes, actually, I do want to say in the medical community, um, and how people are affected and how the stats are so crazy and how we're overlooking some things and how we can do better. Um, two weeks ago, the episode was Miranda in the hospital and her being overlooked and knowing something was wrong. This happens a lot. Um, people tend to downplay things, especially women, um, when we're knowledgeable about our our bodies about science and sometimes we're just overlooked so I really felt like that was such a great episode to show that and maybe people will think and be more conscious and really try to live listen to their patients and don't just um overlook what they're saying and the woman who died after childbirth like the U.S. is one of the is uh one of the developed countries and the one of the most developed countries in the world but yet our women dying in childbirth or child-related uh, uh, complications is actually really high. And I don't want to say it's the highest because I'm not sure if that's a fact or not. But it is actually a really high percent of women. And Serena Williams has just talked about her experience with her, the birth of her daughter and encouraging people to donate to UNICEF because they are um, working to combat this. Uh, women dying from childbirth complications is if we should do all that we can do to avoid that. So I want to give them a round of applause for really highlighting these issues and using their platform to share uh, data and bring home these points that we need to do better and be mindful um, about things. Oh, so something that's not so heavy. Ben and getting his job back. Okay, I know this is really, you know, not that important. But how are you just going to call your job back and be like, oh, I was just kidding. I'm going to come to work for you. Like, does that work in the real world? You know, you tell a job you're not going to take it and then you call them back. I, I doubt it. I doubt it. So I thought that was a little, that was a little bit of a stretch. Interesting. He should have just said, Miranda, I won't do this. And then decided to keep the job. Because I just feel like that's not real. Uh, what else happened? Um... I think that was all I wanted to talk about. It's been so long that I kind of don't even know. But this is kind of all I see from my notes. Um, oh, Gray and the Patton. Oh, my gosh. So, I mean, yeah, she has money. The hospital has money. But what do you think she's going to do? Do you guys think she's going to drop out? Do you think she's going to ask someone to help her get the Patton? Uh, she had to have known that she needed it. Or is this typical, sorry, privileged white girl stuff? Where you just assume it's all going to come really easy. You know you need this patent, but you don't do the work that you need to do. And I'm not saying it happens all the time, but I'm, I'm just going to feed in the stereotype here. Do you think she just went about it and just said, you know, this patent is out here and exists. I'm going to enter in this contest and just go with it. That um, 
oh, I have a word for this that I can't think about. I can't think of right now. Um, but you know, I'll, I'll just say the audacity of being of knowing you're going to be able to use this and knowing you're going to get that resource that you need. Uh, I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but I'm just going to put it out there. I can't wait to see what happens. Um, it's a it's a really big deal, and someone's out there depending on her. So I hope that. Um, I hope it all works out, but I'm going to be interested to see her struggle a little bit. Scandal. Was this news fest? Uh, let's see. Oh, I knew all along that Papa Pope was not going to let them lock up Olivia. I was just waiting to see what happens, but obviously. Um, clearly, she's not going to go to jail, okay? Or one of those weird prison places that she has for her mom. Like, that just isn't going to happen. We know it's not going to happen. We never should have thought about it. Um... But do you think it was her dad who shot Quinn? So, you know, she went to her dad and they had their father-daughter moment. Those are the type of moments I want to see between them. When they can acknowledge that things are bad, but that loving bond is still there. I'm, I'm there for those moments. Do, but do you think it was her dad who shot him and not just some B613 plug or person, not, not the old guy? I kind of do. Because remember Charlie came to the house and he was like, what are you doing here? I kind of think that it was her dad. I think Olivia knew she was in trouble, but I think it was um, her dad who kind of just wanted to scare Quinn to get out of there, but also be able to uh, support, I say support his daughter, but also be able to protect his daughter. Um, let's see. Oh, Melly and Resign. I knew that wasn't going to happen either. Sometimes I feel like Scandal needs to be more thoughtful in their storylines. Melly resigned as the first female president. That was not going to happen. We all know that was not going to happen. So that just seemed unrealistic. But I do want to know what this means for Cyrus and Melly, like their relationship, right? You can't just go into work the next day and be like, hello, Madam President. What are we doing today, right? Um, The work environment would be extremely uncomfortable. And Jake already tried to kill him. So how this uh, is going to shake out is interesting. I do feel like this was a miscalculation on his part. And I kind of, I feel bad for Cyrus a little bit. Uh, he tried to come out on top. But now look, right? Like Olivia's gone doing her business off in the wind. And now you're left to struggle with some things. So we'll see. Oh, I'll, oh yeah. And even believing Cyrus seemed crazy to me. When I was growing up, my friends and I, we used to make these plans, and we would have a plan Z, which is always an outlandish plan, right? But, um, and we never did it, just so you know. But why didn't they have some B through Zs? Like, you really were, like, you really just put all your, your, your hat on Cyrus after you tried to kill him, after all the ups and downs of Cyrus. That, that was just dumb. So I hope the rest of the episodes are better than that. How to get away with murder. Um, Frank. Frank protecting Bonnie. To me, is very admirable, but unrealistic. Um, Bonnie, girl, do what you need to do. Uh, keep, you know, have your weapon. Don't wait Frank. Take some classes or whatever. Because Laurel's money, Laurel's dad's money is very long. So you, you're just going to have to protect yourself all the ways that you can. Uh, Wes's storyline. Ugh, I feel like it's being drawn out. I just... I do, I want to see him back. I like these scenes with him and stuff, but 
eh, what's going on, right? Like, how did him and Laurel's mom even link up? Like, where did that even come from? You know, what is this crazy connection that bonds them all together? Um, I'm interested to to see where that goes. And... I'm I'm thinking maybe his dad had a shady deal with Laurel's dad, and maybe that's why he didn't want them together. Like who knows? I I'm I'm interested. I just hope it's not drawn out too much. Mm, what else? Nate's dad is played by Glenn Turnman. I did not know that name the when I talked uh my episode in fe- the February first episode, but I was I'm glad to see um that these. Bet actors are still doing their thing. I hope he come around for Annalise's help. I just want to see him more on the screen doing things, but I feel like they might kind of write him out a little bit. But it would be interesting to really see the development of um, Nate and his dad and see what's happened. And again, kudos to, Shond- to Shondaland for really bringing um, more awareness to things like solitary confinement and our terrible penal system. Uh, is there anything else I want to talk about? Oh, Simon and... Oh, Simon's parents. And Ollie trying to get Simon's parents to come to the States. Uh, what? What's going on there? That was never a good idea. Um, I'm glad Connor talked some sense into him. And... But I am kind of curious about the two of them just agreeing to get married. What? Like, this man... And, and I get it. Some of it is out of guilt and stupidity. But to me, it just seemed like they're really just ha- hopping on this, oh, we're happy now bandwagon and um, let's get married. Uh, no. I-, I mean, I said this before that I don't think they make a good couple. But even this whole let's get married thing, did y'all work through y'all issues and we just didn't see it? I doubt it. So I just feel like this is going to end in disaster. I- I'm waiting to see what happens. I can't wait to see um, the mashup of Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder, though. That will be back next week. I will do a more timely recap so that way I'm not all over the place because I was clearly like, where are my notes? What do I want to talk about right now? Um, But, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for it. All this black excellence up on the screen? Yes! Um, So I hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast. I hope you guys are out there enjoying the Olympics. Um, I don't even know if there are more games to watch, but if there are, Room for everybody, black room for the U.S. Hopefully, we bring home some gold, um, and or oh, what well, we have. But hopefully, we continue to do so. And happy Black History Month! Um, in honor of Black History Month, I am going to end this series with um, with some words from Malcolm X from his ballot or the bullet speech. So I can't wait to talk to you guys next week about all things that cross my mind. But I'm going to let you guys go now with words from the great Malcolm X.
you start. And the best place to start is right in the community where we live. So our people not only have to be uh, re-educated to the importance of supporting black business, but the black man himself has to be uh, made aware of the importance of going into business. And once you and I go into business, we own and operate at least the businesses in our community, what we will be doing is developing a situation wherein we will actually be able to create employment for the people in the community. And once you can create some, I mean, some employment in the community where you live, it will eliminate the necessity of you and me having to act ignorantly and disgracefully boycotting and picketing some crackers someplace else 